Welcome to another Moment with Matt with State Representative Matt Dowling of the 51st Legislative District in Fayette and Somerset Counties. I'm Chuck Nichols, Representative Dowling. Welcome to another report to your constituents. This week, we'd like to talk about a piece of legislation that is very timely because it deals with the regulations that are in effect during an emergency declaration. Now, everyone knows that we've been under the emergency declaration for COVID-19 now for the last six months, and it's just been extended for another period of time. But most people aren't aware that we're also under a disaster declaration for the opioid epidemic, and that has been going on now for months and years. And it's kind of been going on behind the scenes. And as I mentioned, the rules are a little bit different during a time of disaster declaration. Some of your rights have essentially been suspended, and uh, you have legislation that deals with this this is very timely. Talk to us about what's going on here. Well, hey, thank you so much. Uh, you know, the lead-in was great because people think about disaster declarations as, you know, snow or rain and it's over in a couple of days uh, and we go back to life. The pandemic, of course, everyone realizes is different. But uh, this administration has used disaster declarations to try to solve some other problems. Now, where that becomes an issue is with our constitutional rights to keep and bear arms, which, as it reads, shall not be infringed. But in Title 18, which is the Crimes Code, during a disaster declaration, it's unlawful for anyone to publicly open carry on a street or in a public park, which means that you're constitutional ability to carry a firearm uh, is then actually infringed. So we have been trying to solve this problem for nearly three years, um, and we've crafted this legislation. Earlier this summer, it made it uh, out of the House Judiciary Committee, went to a vote of the full House, made it onto the Senate, and just this week, it came out of the Senate Judiciary Committee, and we're hoping before the end of the session, this will go to a full Senate vote. Uh, Another thing that the bill does is something that is also timely, and that is it states that uh, the governor does not have the authority to suspend the sale of firearms or ammunition during a disaster declaration. As we know, many businesses uh, were essential or non-essential. Some received waivers, some didn't receive waivers. And we want to make sure that there's never a situation in Pennsylvania where your constitutional rights to keep and bear arms are infringed by the shutdown of the firearms industry. Um, The bill has been supported by several advocate groups uh, and has had strong support in the House and so far in the Senate. This deals with the challenges we've had with our governor in this disaster emergency and, and everything that goes along with it. Clearly, when the legislature envisioned these powers for a governor, they envisioned it to happen for a day, for a couple of days, for maybe a week not for months and years on end. And that really makes it all the more important to be able to have a firearm, especially when you look at what's going around the country today, uh, unrest all over the place. You have to be able to defend yourself, defend your person, defend your property. You know, I don't want to get into too much of a Armageddon-esque situation, but these times of disaster declarations could very well be the most important times for someone to be able to keep and bear arms and protect their families. I, I hate to draw attention to it, but look at the looting and rioting that has happened. Um, you know, many of the protests, especially in my local area, and I've commended them before, have truly been peaceful. 
you know, law enforcement has worked with those who are protesting. But in some of our larger cities, we have truly had issues where residents have to be able to protect themselves. And to change topic a little bit, we want to have a shout out of congratulations to a local medical facility. I understand the Uniontown Hospital has some good news to share. That's absolutely correct. In fact, uh, Friday, September 25th, uh, the Uniontown Hospital will be announcing their official um, affiliation with WVU Medicine. If you drive by the hospital often, like I do, because I don't live far away from there, um, you see that their vehicles are being rebranded, that the signs are currently covered up. They'll be unveiling all of that very soon. Uh, and I believe that it's going to give greater access to health care. It's going to make us part of a a larger, more stable system. And the administrative team and executive team at Uniontown Hospital, uh, under the direction of their CEO, Steve Handy, have just done a fantastic job in creating this partnership, cultivating the relationship there, and uh, working through this transitional time. So I offer many congratulations on the good things we're going to see from Uniontown Hospital with their affiliation with WVU Medicine. This has been another Moment with Matt. Tune in for other Moments with Matt on PA House Podcasts.